Well, welcome everybody and uh, happy Easter. And we are celebrating Christ's resurrected day. Today, 2,000 years ago, Christ rose again on the third day from death. And he defeated death, he defeated sin, he defeated sickness, and he overcame. Amen. So welcome everybody. Welcome to those that are, uh, thank you for joining us online and those that have joined from around Auckland and also from Wellington and few others from uh, uh, overseas. Thank you for joining us this morning. I hope you've enjoyed the testimony. I hope you enjoyed the worship. I hope you enjoyed uh, the time of communion together. What a special time it is for a believer to come together on a day like this to acknowledge, recognize, and celebrate what Jesus did on the cross, but also overcoming sin and death. Now that's what gave man the uh, relationship, access back with God. And so I hope that you will celebrate today and also in the days to come of the, the resurrected power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, we, um, we've been talking about Easter and Good Friday and done a few devotions on that, had a Good Friday service. And today, of course, being Easter, uh, we've titled it Seek. Because seek or pursue, and another uh, word for seek is pursue. There are a lot of answers we are pursuing today. There are a lot of uh, 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 answers that we want and we're seeking for answers. But the thing is, there are way too many questions and very few answers across the globe with what we are facing right now. But I want to tell you this, that there is an answer and the answer is in Jesus. And uh, that's the exciting thing, that when you seek the face of God, you will find an answer that will bring peace to you, that will bring joy to you, that will bring hope to you, and more importantly, that will bring salvation to you. Amen. And so seek is the title of my message. And my key text is Luke chapter 24, uh, verses 5 to 7, and John chapter 20, uh, verses 1 to 29. That's the key text. Those are the key texts that we're going to pull out about four points that I want to bring to you this morning on Easter morning. Because I'm excited. The Bible says, that today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Uh, Nelunika shared a testimony. It also happens that today is her son's birthday too. So she's got a double celebration. Amen. And so today's the day to celebrate God. Today's the day to celebrate Jesus and his power. Amen. So the, the first point that I have here for you is seek Christ who is alive. Seek Christ who is alive. Because Christ is not dead. Now I often say that the Jesus Christ is not about religion. He's not about tradition. He is about relationship. Right from Genesis to Revelation, you read the theme that his heart is for his people. His heart is to have a relationship with his creation. Now, that's, when I say creation, I'm not focusing on the trees, the mountains, the rivers, and the seas. I'm focusing on the masterpiece. The Bible says in Ephesians that you and I are the masterpiece of God. 
and he looked when he made you and I he said that we are perfect now he has always longed and desired a relationship with you and with me when Adam committed sin when he committed that sin in the garden the Bible says that uh, Adam died but Adam and Eve didn't die in the, the physical death but they died a spiritual death so that means they've lost a connection between God and themselves because sin entered how does sin enter when you and I when they when we live in disobedience when we live in in, in, in doing something that goes against God's word that that's when sin enters and that's what separated Adam and God but what Jesus did to uh, uh, 2,000 years ago what Jesus did on the cross you know he displayed his love for you and I for God so loved the world that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for you and I the very purpose of Jesus's birth what we call Christmas we celebrate Christmas the very purpose of his birth was to die on the cross that's hard to fathom but that was his purpose the very reason why Jesus was born is because so he can die and fulfill the the prophecy fulfill the promises of God die on the cross and the reason he died that wretched death because he wanted to set you and I free and in the in the in, uh, by doing that he also fulfilled the prophetic word amen so Christ is alive Luke 24 6 says it says why do you seek the living among the dead he is not here but he is risen amen why do you seek the living among the dead that's what Luke 24 6 the angel is talking to the woman that went to uh, 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 um, uh, look after the body of Jesus on the third day and they were looking for him and they couldn't find him and the angels are saying why do you seek him amongst the dead do you know what you can't find Christ among the dead you can't find Christ among dead people you can't find Christ amongst dead faith you see we have a reason to have a faith that is alive a faith that is vibrant a faith that is full of life because you and I are connected to Jesus Christ who is alive and when you and I are connected to his life we are made alive now we're made alive through our spirit so Christ is alive so my encouragement to you is let your faith be full of life let your hope be full of life let don't have a hopeless uh, 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 life don't have a faithless life have a faith life amen a life that gives you life a life that will propel you into all that God has for you because we are seeking Christ who is alive he is not dead when you pray he your prayers are not going to deaf ears he hears your prayers the Bible says in Jeremiah 33 3 call unto me and I will answer Matthew 11 28 he says come to me and I will give you rest there is no other place for rest guess what holidays are great go on a holiday have a great holiday have a time of rest now that's all good it gives you a bit of rest but when you come back home you have the problems there for you what the rest I am talking about is eternal rest 
the rest I'm talking about in the midst of confusion, in the midst of chaos, you still have that rest because you have Jesus in your life. So seek Christ who is alive. There are so many religions that are that are uh, that teach about God, but they are dead religions. And Christ is not about a religion; He's about a relationship, and He longs a relationship with you—a relationship that is alive, a relationship that is vibrant. And you can find that. You can't find that in in, in worldly things. You can't find that life in 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 in, in your um, in what the world offers. Because yes, there is fun. There is happiness, there is a little bit of fulfillment from an earthly point of view, but true life only comes from Christ. It doesn't come from what the world offers. It only comes through Jesus Christ. Amen. And you can't, you know, you can't live in doubt in your Christian walk. You can't live in fear in your Christian walk. Because Christ is alive, uh, my hope is alive, my faith is alive, my trust in Him is alive. So guess what? There is no room for fear. There is no room uh, for doubt. There is no room for, for, um, for anxiety because Christ is alive. It's like me plugging my, putting my finger into a live power socket, turning it on. And guess what? It gives you a shock. And uh, it's the same thing. When you are with, associating with Christ who is alive, you are full of life. So get, guess, guess what? Get encouraged. Come on. Let's live the life that he has given you and I. Amen. So, um, you know, we are in him. Christ is in us. Abide in me as I abide in you. John 15 talks about that. Abide in Christ. And he wants to live in you as you live in Christ. Uh, we can have hope over our future. We can believe for a miracle. We can expect a breakthrough because Christ is alive. Amen. And guess what? You and I are alive in Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, you have a chance today to be alive, to made alive in all that Christ has for you when you accept Jesus into your life. Amen. So let your faith come to life as you see Christ. Number two. Seek Christ till you find him. Seek Christ till you find him. You know, John uh, chapter 20 and verse 11 to 17. Now, this is a story about uh, Jesus uh, uh, at the tomb. And uh, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb with other women along with Mary, uh, the mother of Jesus, and uh, two other women. And they go there and they find the tomb empty. And so Mary runs, Mary runs back to the disciples and tells them, Hey, Jesus is, uh, the tomb's empty and the body of Jesus is not there anymore in the tomb. Of course, the disciples come running. They look inside the tomb. The tomb's empty. They go back to their own homes. But Mary Magdalene decides to stay there and look for Jesus. till, And she wouldn't leave that place until she found him. Now, what? encouragement can we receive from that see the thing is there are a lot of people that look for answers there are a lot of people that look for Jesus when their life is shaken when their life is messed up when they are uh, gripped with fear when they're gripped with uh, anxiety when they're gripped with like COVID-19 
The people are looking for answers and all of a sudden people are saying, is there really a God? Is there really God who can answer problems and all those? Now that's good to look for Christ that way. But sometimes if you don't find him, don't walk back into your own life like the disciples did, went back to their own homes. Hang in there. The Bible says, seek and you shall find. Hang in there because that's what Mary did. She went the extra mile. She wasn't going to give up. She wasn't going to go back home. She was determined to not leave the place until she found Christ that day. And guess what? Jesus himself appeared to her and reveals himself. And so find Christ till you see Christ till you find him. Pursue Christ. You know, he will reveal himself. He will reveal his nature. He will reveal his character. He will reveal his heart and his plans to you, the plans that he has for you. He will reveal those, but you are to see God. Our theme scripture for Expression Church for this year is seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God because that's where you find your answers. Uh, let a, 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 and don't give up. That's where you find your hope. That's where you find your rest. That's where you find your peace as you seek God. And I want to encourage you. This is not about hype. This is not about uh, uh, creating uh, emotion that, you know, hey, come seek him, seek him. And after a while, that emotion and that excitement sort of uh, plateaus. Now I'm talking about seeking Jesus Christ on a day-to-day -day basis. He has answers for your problems. He has answers for your questions. He has answer for every question we have. And that's found in the Bible. Now, when you see God, He speaks through the Bible. Amen. A lot of people want to seek a lot of things, but not the Creator. I want to encourage you. Seek Jesus. You will find your answers in that. And if you have any problems, if you have any questions, and you, have, you want answers... Why don't you write to us? You know, why don't you email it to us? And perhaps we can help you find those through the scriptures and email it back to you. Um, so do whatever you can. Please, this is my cry to you. Seek Jesus because in him you have life. And the Bible says in John 10, 10, life in abundance, life overflowing, life that is uh, uh, coming out of your heart, life that is uh, uh, amazing, life that is of fulfillment, life that is of joy, and life that is of peace. There's an overflowing life that He desires for you. So find, seek Christ till you find Him. Amen. Number three is seek Christ till He returns. You know, that's the important thing. Seek Christ till He returns. It, it, it's... Um, you know, in John chapter 20 and verse 26 uh, to 7. John chapter 20 and verse 6 to 7. I want to read that to you. In chapter uh, 20 and verse 6. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen clothes lying there. And the handkerchief that he had been around his head. Not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Now, it's quite a fascinating uh, one line there. It's quite a fascinating story uh, that captures the Hebrew tradition. It captures a lot of truth, that handkerchief. 
because you know what in hebrew culture when they were having uh, when they used to have uh, dinners or meals together the servants used to set the table uh, it, it, the way the masters liked it now when the master comes and eats their food um, and the servant is sort of waiting at a distance to help the master now if um, if the master finished his meal then um, uh, if, he, if the master hasn't finished his meal and he's halfway through his meal he would fold that napkin in, an, uh, in a nice proper way put it on the table and he will leave the table now when the servant came and looked at that napkin and if it's folded nicely that's a sign to say that the master hasn't finished his meal but if the master finished his meal he wiped his mouth he wiped his hands he wiped his big beard and then he leaves the cloth as it is the handkerchief as it is on the table it's all watered up and uh, kind of bundled up that's a sign to say that he is finished with his meal now in our modern uh, terminology our culinary etiquette uh, you will soon see um, uh, a photo on the screen a culinary etiquette is that as you can see if a knife and a fork are close together uh, that means you are finished with your meal now it's the same thing so here why am i bringing this point today is because yes jesus did overcome uh, sin and death but guess what he is going to come back yes he did say it is finished on the cross what was finished was that separation was finished and now we have a connection with God but more importantly what the significance of that handkerchief in the tomb was saying that when it's folded nicely it's a signifies it signifies that Jesus is not finished he is going to come back one day so in the meantime from now today till the day he returns we are to seek him we are we are to follow him we are to to spend time with him we are to do the will of god we are to live for him not for ourselves we are to use our resources for him we are to use our gifts god has given talents god has given for his glory look at our worship team they've done a fabulous job i think they've done an amazing job in literally about less than 24 hours notice they've recorded those songs and they uh, recorded them before the lockdown now that we can enjoy those why they they put a lot of time in that now i thank them for it but more importantly they didn't do it for me they didn't do it for anyone but they did it for the lord jesus christ what i'm saying friends is that christ yes he finished the work on the cross amen but he is coming back and the bible teaches us that handkerchief says that he is returning soon he is going to come back now you might not believe it or you may believe it but the truth is whether you believe it or not jesus did die on the cross he did rise on the third day and he ascended to the father but the bible says that he's going to come back one day the trumpet's going to be blown he's going to come like a thief in the night and he's going to come and take those that are believers those that are the children and sons and daughters of god with him to heaven and so I want to tell you, you have an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ. He is coming back. And I want to encourage you, seek him till his return or till you die. 
Seek Christ. Don't live like there is no God. Don't live like there is no purpose. Seek Jesus Christ. Let us be reminded daily during this post Easter season. Jesus Christ is not finished. He is coming back to his faithful servants, his church. And guess what? Jesus is going to come back soon. I don't know when, but he's going to come back soon. But guess what? We don't know the time when he's going to come back, but let's not be caught asleep when he comes. The Bible teaches us uh, from uh, the story of the ten virgins. Five virgins were ready with the lambs, uh, waiting for the groom to come. And the five virgins were asleep, uh, and they they were asleep. And when the when the groom came, he found them asleep. And the Bible also teaches us when Jesus, before his crucifixion, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he asked his disciples if they could pray with him, and he caught them asleep three times. Three times they were asleep. The Bible says that we are not to be asleep. We are not to be lazy. We are not to be distracted with our own worldly uh, possessions, not to be distracted by our worldly ambitions. You know, all these things are good. It's good to have a home. It's good to have a job. It's good to have a lovely uh, family. All those things are very important. But the primary question I have is once we die, there is a life. And that life is either with Jesus or without Jesus. And the choice is yours. And I want to encourage you, don't be caught asleep. Don't be caught in your apathy. Don't be caught in your unbelief. Don't be caught in faithlessness attitude. Don't be caught in not having hope in Christ. Be ready because he's going to come one day. Seek Christ till he returns. Amen. Number four. Seek Christ till you overcome your doubts. I love this. You know, having doubts is not a bad thing. You know, a lot of people think having doubts is not a bad, it's, a, it's actually a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. It's good to have doubts. But make sure you ask Jesus and he will answer you your doubts. Because you see, when Jesus revealed himself after uh, the resurrection to the disciples, Thomas was not around. And so the other disciples go and tell Thomas, hey, Jesus, has uh, risen. Now Thomas, uh, he says, look, I thank you for the information, but I will only believe if I see him. I will only believe when I put my finger in his uh, uh, hand, in his palm, where the nails were driven through and uh, touch his side where he was pierced. Now, so in, in, in John 20, 25, this is what um, happens. It says, um, now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. Now, so he said to them, unless, this is Thomas saying this, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And so then he puts his finger in, the, in, in, in Jesus' hands and he believes Jesus. But I love this promise. In verse 29, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Do you know what? You and I are blessed because we have seen Jesus. No, sorry, we have believed in Jesus and not seen him with our physical 
I, but we believe that he did exist. We believe that he did die. We believe that he did rise, uh, um, was, uh, he rose up on the third day. We do believe today that there is salvation in the name of Jesus. We do believe today that only Jesus has the answer for our problems. We do believe today that there is life after death. We do believe today that, that one day we will die, but then we will be uh, awoken one day when Christ returns. We do believe today that what we do on earth, we have to give God an account. And so if you believe that, you are called blessed. Amen. If you have a relationship with Jesus, you are blessed because you believed in Christ, even though you've never seen him you, in the, with the natural eye. You haven't you've never touched him, never uh, heard him speak to you audibly, but you believe in him because you know that it is true that Jesus is alive. So if you don't know this, I want to encourage you. Today is the day for salvation. Today is the day for redemption. Today is the day to find your creator. Today is the day for you to have hope birthed within you. Today is the day for you to have joy bubble out of you. It only happens it only happens because you have a relationship with Jesus. And, and as, a, as a husband and as a father, uh, I want to say this to you, that I am grateful and thankful to Jesus Christ that I've got a very godly wife. I'm thankful to Jesus Christ that I've got beautiful children. That's great. I'm thankful I've got a house, a roof. I'm thankful for all that. But guess what? They don't fully fulfill the real satisfaction in my life. They don't. If, 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 if it is true that, that marriage is the answer for all the problems, then why would we have issues in marriage? If, if ch having children is the answer for all the problems, guess what? If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. And, and, if it is, and having, having wealth is the answer for all the problems. Having money is the answer for all the problems. Guess what? There are so many people with a lot of money, yet with not much hope. There are a lot of people with a lot of wealth, but not much joy. They're always looking for something next, something better than what they have. See, money, wealth, possession, earthly goods, earthly possession, they are, they are okay, they're good, but they're not the end of our life. We don't exist for them. The reason you exist is for Jesus Christ. It's not about titles. It's not about positions. It's not about pay package. They're important. Yes, please don't get me wrong. But hear my heart this morning, church. The main reason of your existence is that you live your life for His glory. That you are created for Him. To bring Him pleasure. To bring Him worship. To bring Him honor. To bring Him glory. That's why he's created you. Now, God does not exist for you. You may think that God should exist for you, like your PA or Aladdin with a magic lamp and you rub the lamp and the genie appears and fulfills every wish you have. No, no. You exist for God. <laughs> and only in Christ you have life. Only in Christ you have fulfillment. 
Only in Christ, he will open the door. The Bible teaches if God opens the door, no man can shut it. And if God shut the door, no man can open it. So as we're celebrating Easter, my final thoughts, just recapping the whole thing. Don't look for the those that are alive in amongst dead. Jesus is not amongst the dead. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is risen. Amen. Amen. Number one point was seek Christ who is alive. Number two, seek Christ till you find him. Number three, seek Christ till he returns. He is going to return one day. Amen. Seek him. Don't just sit at the cross. Come on. Let's walk in the finished work of Christ. Put on the garments of praise. Not heaviness, not burden stuff. Put on the garments of praise and let's celebrate Jesus. Number four, seek Christ till you overcome your doubts. Seek Christ till you have your answers. Seek Christ till you have peace. Seek Christ because only in him there is fullness of joy. Amen. In conclusion, I want to close with this thought. In John 11, 25, 26, I read that at the beginning of the uh, service and, uh, it's, and Jesus was talking to Martha and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And the question I have for you, do you believe in this gospel? If you are those that believe in this gospel, that Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life, you are blessed. And one day you will find and see Christ and you will be seated with him. But if you do not believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life, friends, I'm going to urge you today, please don't be so stubborn. Please don't be so adamant to say that there is no God. God doesn't exist. Guess what? God does exist. I mean, if I have time, uh, I could tell story after story after story how God has come through in my critical moments in my life. And I'm sure those that know God and who walk with God can tell the same stories as well. Now, they're not some fiction, this whole Easter thing. Is not a fiction. This is a real, real thing that happened. Jesus is real. So as Pastor Cara at, at communion, she said, what is your spiritual posture? Today, what is your spiritual posture? You know, do you even have a spiritual posture? If you do have a spiritual posture, what is it like? Is it like the, the disciples that were fast asleep? And Peter said, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Or are you ready and expectant and full of eager, full of life and hope and believing that Christ will one day come again? That Christ has the answer, but I am designed to seek him for the rest of my days here on earth and also help others find Christ. That's the purpose of my life. So I want to give you an opportunity this morning and I want, to give, I want you to pray this prayer with me if you want Jesus 
in your life. And I know that, and I want to encourage you with this one thought, please, don't be fooled. Don't, don't be fooled by thinking that God does not exist. My friend, he does exist. So if you want Jesus in your heart, I want to pray this prayer. And would you pray this with me this morning? All right. And just do that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you that you took my shame, you took my pain, you took my sickness, and you died on the cross, but you didn't just stay dead, but you rose again on third day, overcoming sin, overcoming death, overcoming sickness. That teaches me that I have life with you. So this morning, I invite you into my heart. Come, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I repent of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Purify me. Be the Lord of my life. I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my will to you. I surrender myself to you. Be my hope. Be my joy. Be my future. Lead me and guide me in all that you have for me. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Friend, if you've prayed that prayer, can I encourage you, please uh, write to us, email us, go on our church website. We'd love to hear from you. We want to send you some information while we're in lockdown, give you some information as to what that means, saying that prayer, so you can connect and uh, contact us so we can connect with you. Amen. All right. So, hey, God bless you once again. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great rest of your Easter Sunday. Spend time with your family and have a great day. Amen. God bless you. And uh, soon at 10 past 11, the Ch Expression Children Church will come online and they'll have their own service. All right, family, stay safe. Keep in touch. Enjoy your day. God bless.